Pastor Chuk Sogoye is the senior pastor of Resurrection Life Church, Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoy. All right, John chapter 16. I am preaching the 12th installment of this series that I started at the beginning of the year today. Uh, pressing into his glory to experience his goodness. Today is Resurrection Sunday. And today is part 12 of that series. Pressing into his glory to experience his goodness, part 12. Hmm. It's going to be hot today, amen. Oh yeah, come on, let's go, let's go. John chapter 16, verse 16. I'm going to read to verse 24. A little while, you will not see me. Now, if you have a Bible where the words of Jesus are written in red, you will see that this place is written in red. So, it's Jesus speaking. A little while, you will not see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me. Because I go to the Father. Then some of his disciples said among themselves, what is this that he says to us? This thing is confusing. What is he saying to us? A little while you will see me. A little while you will see me. You will not see me, then you will see me because I go to the Father. What is this? You know, disappearing act, see me, you don't see me. You know, they were a bit confused. They said, therefore, what is this that he says? A little while. We do not know what he is saying. This thing is confusing us. So, so there was a conversation among the disciples, you know, what, a little while he, we see him. A little while we don't see him. What is he talking about? Verse 19. Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him. So Jesus knew the confusion that was in their mind. <laughs> you know, this thing that he said, they are not understanding it. So, 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 so he said to them, are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said? A little while, and you will see me. You will not see me. Again, a little while, you will see me. Most assuredly, verse 20. I said to you that you will weep and lament, because, but the world will rejoice. He is talking about his death. The world will rejoice. The people who killed me, or who are planning to kill me, they will rejoice, thinking that they have the victory. You will weep. You will lament. You will be sorrowful. But. Somebody say but. Oh, yeah. Somebody say but. but. Your sorrow will be turned into joy. Your sorrow will be turned into joy. I'm about to turn things around. So what? When the world starts rejoicing. And they are celebrating. That they have gotten rid of me. And you are weeping. That I have been killed. Don't worry about it. It's only a little while they're going to rejoice. It's only a little while. How many of us understand what Jesus was talking about here? That little while was how long? 
Come on. Three days. Three days. He died and three days he was he was buried. And on the third day he came back to life. So so they were rejoicing for three days. Imagine the people who wanted to get rid of him. The, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all these people, their rejoicing was for three days. I said, we got him. We finally took care of that man. We, we, he's dead. He's gone. And the Bible said they put soldiers on the grave to guard the grave so that they will not come back in the night and come and steal his body and say that he has resurrected. Because we heard him saying it. That on the third day, he will come back from the dead. He said it. So, so he said to them, your sorrow will be turned to joy. Wow. Your sorrow will be what? Turned. Something is going to happen that when you experience what is about to happen, please pay attention. When you experience what is about to happen, it has the power to take a hold of your heart. Your heart that had been inclined to sorrow, that heart that has been heavy, that heart that has been discouraged, something is about, you are about to experience something. Your senses are about to catch something, and when it catches it, that sorrow you had is going to switch, and it's going to become joy. There's something you are going to see and experience. Something is about to hit you. When that thing hits you, the sorrow you had is going to be turned into rejoicing. This was what Jesus told his disciples. He was trying to explain this thing. In other words, he said to them, For a little while you will not see me for three days. Remember that for the last, the last so many years, he's never been gone away from his people. He has been with them. He had fellowship with them. He had lived with them. They had gone all around doing the ministry and doing the work of God, preaching, performing miracles, healing the sick, doing everything. He has never left them for one day. So now, he is preparing them for the three days that he's not going to be there. And he says, you will sorrow because you are human beings and you are going to feel it. I don't know any of us, I'm sure many people, have experienced the death of a loved one. It's painful. It's very painful. If somebody who is close to you had passed away, it's very painful. And you watch them die, or you watch them buried, and you see their body going into the ground, it's very painful. Sorrow grips your heart. I remember when my mother was buried. Sorrow grips your heart. Jesus said to them, you are going to experience that for three days. And it's a little while, it's a little while. But, <laughs> somebody said joy comes in the morning. Uh, yeah. He says, but in the morning, something is going to happen. And all of that sorrow is going to dissipate when you see me. So a little while you will not see me, but you will see me again. Hallelujah. He said, you will what? Somebody said, we will see him. In fact, said, we are seeing him. So, when you see me, pay attention to that statement. When you see me, 
all of that sorrow and despondency and all that hopelessness and that sense of failure, sense of uh, uh, bereavement, it will vanish when you see me. So you will not feel like a failure again. You will not feel like, like a defeated person again. You guys will not feel vulnerable again because something is about to hit you when you see me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something is about to hit you when you see me. And when that thing hits you, it's able to transform that sorrow into joy. He went on to explain to them, a woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. Labor is painful. Dr. Ogameza can tell us more. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer has, remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Verse 22, therefore you now have sorrow, but I will see you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will what? See you again. When I see you again, you are going to see me. When you see me, when you see me, your heart will rejoice. And your joy, no one will take from you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, 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 listen. Jesus is saying something deep here. When you see me, all that sorrow, all that sense of failure, all that sense of despondency, it will all go away. And you will have joy. But can you see the kind of joy you're about to have? It can never be taken away from you. This is permanent joy. <laughs> this is permanent joy. This is permanent victory. This is permanent rejoicing. In other words, when you see me, when you see me, you are going into a permanent state of victory. Oh, Jesus. Can, can you get the revelation? Jesus said, when you see me, and the power that raised me from the dead hits your spirit. That power is catapulting you into a state of permanent victory. Amen. Into a state of what? Permanent victory. Meaning nobody can take your joy again. Somebody say, I'm in a state of permanent victory. Don't say, I'm in a state of permanent victory. Meaning that because, because I rise from the dead, you are coming into a state of permanent victory. Somebody say permanent victory. Meaning that it doesn't matter whatever Satan comes up with at any point in time, I am victorious. Because he came back from the dead, I am victorious. Jesus says in your joy, no one will take from you. From now, Till the end of time, your joy, no one will take from you. Somebody say, I am permanent rejoicing. Permanent state of victory. Listen, that despondency you felt, please hear what the Spirit of God is saying to us this morning. That despondency you felt, you are not going to feel it again. You are not going to feel it again. So what it simply means is this. When I come back from the dead, I am positioning you by reason of my coming out from the grave, I am positioning you into a place of permanent victory. Amen. Meaning, once you have seen me, you will not allow anything to make you feel despondent ever again. 
You will not allow any situation to make you feel like a defeated person ever again. You will not allow whatever anybody says to you, whatever any circumstance says to you, whatever the devil tries to come up with, you will never allow it tell you that you will not be able to rejoice. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says you cannot allow whatever you experience once you have seen me. You will be in a state of joy. No man will be able to take it from you. So it's your choice now. See, so what is Jesus was saying to them here is, I'm coming out from the grave. I'm coming out with victory. I am defeating the devil. And when I come out and you see me, you will have joy. But what he's saying is a joy that nobody will take from you. Meaning that what gave you that joy is seeing me. Oh, pay attention. What gave you that joy is what? Seeing me. And I'm going to give you a joy that cannot be taken away from you. So, meaning that you're going to be in a state of permanent rejoicing. If seeing me gave you that joy, what will keep that joy? Come on, somebody. Think with me. What will keep you in that joy? Seeing me consistently. Come on. Because if seeing me once gave you that joy, and the joy is supposed to remain permanent, meaning... You've got to keep the image of what you saw and keep it in your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep the image of my victory. Keep the image of my resurrection. Keep it in your heart and your joy will be permanent for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Meaning that as long as you keep seeing me, you keep winning. Yeah, 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 yeah. As long as you keep looking at me, it doesn't matter what the devil throws at you, you will keep winning. As long as you keep looking at me and you keep seeing me resurrected, your joy will remain permanent. As long as you keep seeing me. That's what Jesus was saying to them. He says, therefore... Look at this, verse 23. In that day, which day? In the day that you see me. In that day. Come on. Are you with me this morning? In that day. Whatever that happened that day needs to happen every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Are you here? Are you hearing what Jesus is saying? In that day, in the day that you see me. No, in other words, if you reproduce that day into every day of your life. Oh, if you reproduce that day into every day of your life, you will have a guarantee. That anything you ask, you will get it. In other words, Jesus is teaching the answer, the key to answer prayers at all times is keep seeing me. Keep seeing the resurrected Christ. <laughs> if you reproduce what you see in the day that I came out from the grave and you keep that picture and reproduce that picture every day and see my victory, it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever you ask the Father looking at me, you will get it. Whatever you ask the Father, as long as you are seeing the risen Christ, you will get it. Ah, this is the key to answer prayer. This is the key to what? Answer prayer. He said, listen, listen, look, look at your Bible. I want you to see this. I want you to see this. He says, whatever you ask. Somebody say whatever. What? Somebody say whatever. 
Whatever includes whatever, everything. Whatever you ask the Father. <laughs> this is huge. This is you. Jesus says, as long as you keep seeing the resurrected Christ, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. As long as you keep seeing the resurrected Christ. Ah, how come they didn't teach us this long time? That the key to answer prayer is to see the risen Christ and keep your focus on the risen Christ. Jesus says, as long as you see me. This is why he said, "My the joy that is going to come to you, nobody will take it away from you. Why? Because as long as you keep seeing me, you can ask whatever. So whatever Satan puts in front of you, you can ask the Father for victory over it and you get it. So nobody is going to steal your joy. Declare nobody can take my joy. Well, nobody, nothing can take my joy. Nothing can take my joy as long as you keep seeing the risen Christ. Look at what he said in the next verse. He says, let me read the last part of 23 again. He said, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father, in my name, he will give you. In my name, he will give you. He says, until now, verse 24, you have asked nothing in my name. So from now on, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Ask. And you receive that your joy may be full. Can somebody take a moment and thank God for this privilege to ask and receive? Ah, can you take a moment to thank God for the privilege of an open check to ask and you receive? And say, come on, this is your moment to ask something. Ask something huge today. As we see the risen Christ, as we see the one that rose from the dead, I, yeah, 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 my joy is going to be full. Not have joy. I'm not doing have joy no more. I'm not doing have joy. No, no, no. My joy will be full. I present Kaya Bakatoyala. Hey, Lobakakakarusia. I ask in the name of Jesus for the fulfillment of the things and the plans that you have laid out for me this year. I ask in the name of Jesus as I see the risen Christ. I keep my eyes on the risen Christ. I keep my eyes on the risen Christ. I keep my eyes on the one who rose from the dead and I ask in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. John chapter 14. John chapter 14 verse 19 to 20. He says Jesus is still on this tip. Look at this. Verse 19. A little while longer and the world will see me no more. Oh yeah, yeah. A little while longer and what? The world will see me no more. Jesus says something powerful. Listen to this. But you, my disciples, you will see me. So from now on, I am, something is going to happen. Please pay attention. Something is going to happen. I am going to disappear to the world. They will not see me again. But you, you are seeing me now, and I'm going to go away for a little while. Then I come back. When I come back, the world will see me no more. But you will see me. 
So, so Jesus said, there is a difference that I'm going to make between those who believe in me and the world. The world will not see me again. When the world crucifies me and I die, that's the last they see me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the last they see me. When I come back from the grave, they will not see me again. He said, but you who believe in me, you will see me. Oh, yeah. You who believe in me will what? See me. Do you know, do you understand what it means to see him? To see him is to have a guarantee of permanent victory. So, so the world loses the privilege of victory through me. Because they will not see me again. But you, you will see me. He says it. He says, but you will see me. Now look at this. Because I live. You will live also. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I live, you will live also. Hey, people of God, please, can you understand what the Lord is saying here? Listen, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to disappear for a little while. When I disappear, I'm going to die. And then I am going to disconnect from the screen. That the world will not see me again. The world will not see me again. And I'm going to plug into something. Please pay attention. I'm going to plug into something. It's called everlasting life. And I'm going to come back with that life. And I'm going to live forever. Where I will not die again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you see me, you will also live what he's saying is that, hey, hey, please, please, yeah. What he's saying is this. Whatever I plugged into that kept me alive forever, by you seeing me, you are plugged into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way to plug into the supply of life is by keeping your eyes on me. Somebody said, I keep looking at the risen Christ. I keep looking at the risen Christ. He said, Jesus saying, if you keep your eyes on me, because I live, you will live also. Because I stay victorious, you will be victorious also. Because Satan cannot kill me again, Satan cannot kill you again. Because Satan cannot make me poor again, Satan cannot make you poor again. Uh, because I live, whatever is sustaining me is also going to sustain you. Meaning that our focus is what connects us to what sustains him. Oh yeah, yeah. What are you looking at? If you have not learned how to keep your eyes on the risen Christ, you must learn it. He said, because I live, you will live also. I, you, know, you know, you need to tell the devil, because he has won, I win also. <laughs> because he has defeated death, defeated sickness, defeated poverty, I also have defeated sickness. I also have defeated poverty. Because he has victory, I have victory. The only thing that guarantees that that becomes your reality is keep looking at him. Keep looking at him. If you keep looking at him, whatever is sustaining him will sustain you. If you keep looking at him, whatever is causing him to win will cause you to win. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you keep looking at him, whatever is causing him to fly will cause you to fly. If you keep looking at him, whatever is causing him to overcome will keep you overcoming. 
we connect to the source that he's connected to by looking at him. Because I live, you will live also. Because I live, you will live also. So you need to tell that devil that tells you you're going to die. You're a liar. Because he lives, I will live also. You're going to tell that devil that tells you you're going to fail. You're a liar. Because he has not failed. Because he succeeded. Because he is victorious. I am victorious. You look failure in the eyes. I bought to I bought. Tell that devil, shut up. I win. I win. Because he lives, I live also. Because he made it. I have made it also. All, all that I need to have that become my reality. Keep my eyes on him. Keep my eyes on him. Hallelujah. You will, you will keep your eyes on Jesus. You will keep your eyes on the risen Christ. Listen, listen. This battle we are in is the battle of focus I have taught us before. It's a battle of focus. Who are you going to keep looking at? Are you going to keep looking at the empty fridge? Are you going to keep looking at the risen Christ that guaranteed that that fridge will be full? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to keep looking at the empty bank account? Are you going to keep seeing the provision that he has made by him coming out from the grave? Hallelujah. Look at the scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Somebody said, because he lives, I live also. Because he won, I win also. Because he has the victory, I have the victory. Oh yes, I keep looking at him. Oh yes, I keep looking at him. Look at Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. He says, But we all, with unveiled face, looking as in a mirror, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. <laughs> We are pressing into his glory. We are what? Somebody say, I'm pressing into his glory. I'm pressing into his glory. Said, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into what? Into what? Into what? Into the same image. Into the same image of the victorious one. Into the same image of the one who conquered death. Into the same image. Come on somebody. God is saying, beholding him gives you access to what gave him victory. What gave him victory? What caused him to defeat death? What caused him to come out from the grave? Beholding him gives you access to it. Is the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Is <laughs> the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Somebody say, I have access to that power. That power is working in me. How do I connect that power? Keep looking at him. Keep looking at him. As I'm looking at him, something is happening to me. Transformation is happening. Transformation is happening. He says, I am being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. From what? From glory to glory. This is our year of glory. So we keep looking at Him, transformation is occurring. Listen to me. The temptation is for you to take your focus from Him. The temptation, all that the devil is trying to do, is to keep you from seeing Him. It's to distract you. <laughs> it's to keep you from seeing Him. Listen, beholding him produces transformation into him. Ah, beholding him produces what? Transformation into him. Into him. 
the reason one. Just keep your eyes on him and your life is changing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your power, your capacity to defeat whatever is being thrown at you is changing. Maybe Satan knocked you over last week because you couldn't keep your eyes on him. But this week you come back. You keep your eyes on him. You are changing. You are being transformed into a victorious and ever perpetually victorious being. Because that's who he came out from the grave as. Hallelujah. A, a being that defeated death. This is why every other prophet, I don't know whatever name they call themselves, they are still in the grave. They are still in the grave. But the one who came for us, he defeated death and came out. And he, when he came out, he said, keep looking at me, you will defeat death. Ah, yeah. Keep looking at me, you defeat sickness, you defeat poverty, you defeat whatever Satan has. The key to defeating the enemy is keep looking at me. That's what he's saying. Keep looking at me. So what that says to me and you is this. Consistent beholding produces consistent transformation. Inconsistent beholding is what is causing the flip-flop in your life. Ah. If you are having a life of yo-yo, you know, like a roller coaster, today up, tomorrow down, today up, tomorrow down, the reason why you are up today, down tomorrow, is that you have not mastered focusing on him. Today you are walking on water. Tomorrow you are sinking in the water. <laughs> it's because you take your eyes off Jesus and you start seeing the storm. You take your eyes off Jesus, you start seeing the circumstances. You start seeing what the enemy is doing. Stop looking at what the enemy is doing and see the victory God has given to you. Stop, stop acknowledging what the devil is doing and start just say what Jesus has done for you. Stop seeing the symptoms in your body and see the healing he has given you. Stop seeing what the devil is doing. Keep your eyes on what he has done for you and there will be a manifestation. Consistent victory comes from consistently looking at him. Hallelujah. The training that we have to go through as believers is a training to keep our focus on Jesus. My eyes are on Jesus. Somebody say that. My eyes are on Jesus. My eyes are on Jesus. I learn to keep my eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me show you scriptures to prove what I'm sharing with you. This is a very powerful, powerful revelation. Powerful revelation. I see you overcome. I see you overcome. Whatever it is that beat you yesterday, that beat you times past, that you will, you have overcome it. Victory is in your hands. Somebody declare victory is in my hands right now. Victory is in my hands right now in the name of Jesus. Because I'm learning what it takes to manufacture victory. Hallelujah. Keep my eyes on Jesus. Psalm 34 verse 4. Psalm 34 verse 4. Are you there? Come on, come on, somebody. Somebody say amen. Psalm 34 verse 4. I sought the Lord and he heard me. Uh, You are still checking your Bible. Please look for it. Psalm 34 verse 4. I sought the Lord and he what? Oh, somebody declare, I sought the Lord and he heard me. Somebody say, I sought the Lord and he heard me. Do you remember what Jesus said is the key? To seeking the Lord and he hears you. Where we are reading from. Come on, come on somebody. Jesus taught us. He said you shall ask what? And the father will what? Give it to you. Jesus said to us. The key is what? Keep looking. Keep looking at me. So when you are looking at me. 
So he said, I saw the Lord and he heard me, meaning this person was looking at the Lord. And he delivered me from all my fears. And he delivered me. Somebody say, I am delivered from all my fears. The fears that held you down, the fears that paralyze you, traumatize you, you are delivered from all of them right now in the name of Jesus. Look at the verse 5. They looked to him. The key is there. They looked to him and were radiant. They looked to him and were joyful. <laughs> they looked to him and their joy was full. They looked to him and their joy overflowed. I see your joy overflowing. I see your joy becoming contagious. That the people around you are infected by the joy in your life. The joy and the blessings of God in your life is overflowing to everybody around you. Come on somebody. I say, I see your joy overflowing. I see your blessings overflowing. Can you imagine? Can you, can you, can you see it with your mind's eye? God blessing you with so much blessing, so much prosperity that you don't have room for it. That everybody around you have to partake of your prosperity because you are blessed. <laughs> because you are what? Blessed. There's too much around you that it just has to overflow from your boat into other people's boat. <laughs> from your bank account into other people's bank account. But, oh yes, oh yes, from your pantry into other people's pantry. Because there's just too much. Somebody declare my joy overflows. They looked at him and were radiant. And their faces were not ashamed. Declare in the name of Jesus, your face will never be ashamed. Everything that brought you shame before today, in the mighty name of Jesus, we bring it to his knees. You conquered everything that brought you to shame. Everything that brought shame to you is bowed down before you in submission in the name of Jesus. Somebody said, My shame has been taken away. He says, Their faces were not ashamed. The only face that will not be ashamed is the face that is looking at him. The only face that will not have shame is the face that is looking at him. Meaning that if you're looking at him, you will never be disappointed. If you're looking at him, you will never be disappointed. The Bible says, verse 6, This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Out of what? All. Why? Because he looked at him. So you may be in a, in a state of poverty. In a state of, of desolation right now. You may be in a state of helplessness or whatever. You feel disadvantaged. It doesn't matter. All you need to do is look to him. Look to him. And this will be your story. Except the word of God is not true. <laughs> Except the word of God is not true. Then look to him and we are radiant. This is your testimony. I say you look to him and joy overflows. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me show you. Psalm 25 verse 3. Uh, from today, you will, you will stand before that devil and say, throw your best shot. I've got what it takes to hum humble you. I've got what it takes to humiliate you. <laughs> I am looking at him. In other words, as long as you are looking at him, the only person who has humiliation is the devil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't hear what I just said. 
I say, as long as you are looking at Jesus, the only person who has shame is the devil. Yes, that's the only way to transfer shame to the devil. To transfer shame to the devil and all the people that the devil is trying to use. The only way to guarantee that that shame does not come on you, keep looking at Jesus. Psalm 25 verse 3. He says, Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed. <laughs> Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. I told you. The only person who is going to have shame is the devil who wants to hurt you. And the only way to guarantee that shame transfers to him is to keep looking at Jesus. Hallelujah. So, if you, if you, are, if you are going into a battle, the only way to guarantee that the person coming to fight you will lose <laughs> is to keep your eyes on Jesus. It's the only way to guarantee that you will not come out of any conflict in any situation with shame on your face is that in the midst of the battle, you never stop looking at Jesus. In the midst of whatever is going on, you never stop looking at Jesus. You see, if Peter understood this message I'm preaching today, he would have walked on water and gotten to Jesus without having to sink. Because he only started sinking when he took his eyes from Jesus and started seeing the storm. You are sinking because you are seeing the storm. You are sinking because you are seeing the storm. Stop looking at the storm. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Stop looking at what the devil is doing. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He will try to distract you. In fact, the storm will get worse. The storm would get so boisterous all in the effort just because Satan knows that your key, the key to your strength, the key to your power is to keep your eyes on Jesus. So he will try to distract you to keep you seeing the things that are not supposed to be the way they are. So you see, you see the empty fridge, you see the empty bank account, you see what, what the boss is doing, you see, you see what, what the devil is doing through the loved one. Stop seeing what the devil is doing. Keep your eyes on Jesus. I said, keep your eyes on Jesus. Say, I will keep my eyes on Jesus. Somebody say, I will keep my eyes on Jesus. Psalm 36 verse 9. Psalm 36 verse 9. I want to establish this truth in your heart. <laughs> so that today, you, you gain access to the key of victory. In every conflict, in every fight, in every contradiction. The key to victory is to keep your eyes on Jesus. Look at this. Psalm 36 verse 9. He said, for with you, for with you is what? The fountain of life. For with you is the fountain. Do you know what a fountain is? Have you seen a fountain before? There are man-made fountains where they put a pump and it's pumping water. And it's, you know, it's a fountain and water is, 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 is pouring by a pump. Those are man-made fountains. But there are natural fountains. There are places in the world where you have natural fountains. There's no pump. The fountain is just pumping water. 24-7, it's just pumping water from the ground and pumping it out. That's what the Bible is talking about here. He said, with you is the what? It's a fountain of life. There is a pump that God has that pumps life. With you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. In your light, we see light. In other words, if I keep my eyes on you, 
this fountain of life, oh yeah, yeah, this fountain of life will be transplanted into me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I become a fountain of life. Because you become what you look at. Oh, you become what you focus on. I, I, I declare in the name of Jesus, you are a fountain of life. I say, I declare with me, I am a fountain of life. I am a fountain of life to people around me. I'm a fountain of life. I bring life to everybody. The only way to guarantee that you remain a fountain of life, keep your eyes on the fountain. Keep your eyes on the fountain. And the fountain will move and be planted in you. I declare that you, there is a big fountain from your spirit. Oh, yes, somebody declare, I'm a, I'm a life-given spirit. I'm a life-given spirit. I give life to the things around me. I give life to dreams. I give life to hopes around me. I give life to the people around me. Everywhere I am, life is flowing because I keep my eyes on the fountain. The fountain moves into me. I become a fountain. He says, in your light, I see light. So as I keep my eyes on him, <laughs> as I keep my eyes on him, his light, I see my own light. Let me show you. My time is almost up. Let me show you. Psalm 123. Psalm 123. I see you coming out with victory. I see you coming out with victory. Hey, look at this. Psalm 123. Unto you I lift up my eyes. Oh, you who dwell in the heavens, behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of the maid look to the hand of, their, of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord, our God. Did you see that? Until, can you see the until? Until he has mercy on us. Oh, what is this scripture telling us? When my eyes remain on him, I unlock his mercy. The key to unlock the flow of the mercy of God is to keep my eyes on him. In other words, if I am going to be a beneficiary of the mercy of God, the key that I'm giving to you in this service is what you need to unlock the unceasing flow of the mercy of God into your life. I declare mercy is flowing in your direction. I say, I declare the mercy of God is flowing in your direction. Did you hear the scripture that said, it is because of the mercies of God that we are not consumed? Did you hear what the Bible said? It is the mercy of God that stops you from being consumed by the enemy. So how do you unlock the mercy of God? Keep your eyes on him. As your eyes remain on him, the mercy, the tap of mercy, the fountain of mercy is going to be unlocked and the mercy will pour in your direction. I command mercy to pour in your direction today. In the name of Jesus, I say I command mercy to pour in your direction today. You don't understand how powerful the mercy of God is. The mercy of God is so powerful that a man born blind right to Jesus, Lord, have mercy on me. And as he cried out, his name is Bartimaeus. His story is found in Mark chapter 10. He cried out to the master, have mercy on me. And the Bible said, the master stopped. The master stopped. You see, when Bartimaeus was crying out to the master, the people around him said, shut up. Don't cry to him. You are making noise that you are disturbing us. 
The Bible said that Bartimaeus made up his mind. I am looking at Jesus. <laughs> Even though my eyes are blind, I'm looking to him for mercy and I will get mercy. And he cried out the more. He refused to take his focus away from Jesus. And as he kept his eyes on Jesus, the Bible said, Jesus stopped. And Jesus called him. And Jesus healed him. Oh, mercy flowed in his direction. And when mercy flowed, his eyes were restored. I declare in the name of Jesus, whatever it is that Satan took away from you, there is a restoration coming in your direction in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever Satan has stopped from happening in your life, mercy unblocks the flow of the goodness of God into your life in the name of Jesus. I declare you receive mercy. And somebody declare, I receive the mercy of God. I receive the stream, the flood of mercy into my life. Oh, this is your moment to pray. This is your moment to tap in and draw mercy. Lord, your mercy pours out for me. Your mercy pours out into my life. Your mercy pours out into my circumstance, into my situation. Right now, I receive mercy. Open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus. I receive mercy for my finances. I receive mercy for my health. I receive mercy for my marriage. I receive mercy for my children. I receive mercy for my dreams. I receive mercy in the name of Jesus. I receive mercy for my son. I receive mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. The mercy of God comes in and heals. The mercy of God comes in and turns around the situation in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to round up in verse Chapter 121, Psalms 121. My time is up. Let me round up. Psalm 121, verse 1. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Can you see it again? The same principle everywhere in scriptures. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. Amen. Why? Because your eyes are on him. <laughs> he will not allow your feet to be moved. That person that said that they will, they will cause you to lose this job, they are lying. <laughs> that person said that said they will they will cause you to lose the opportunity. They are lying. As long as, as long as your eyes are on Jesus, He will not allow your foot to be moved. <laughs> he will not allow you to lose ground that you have gained. Oh yeah, you are not hearing what I'm saying this morning. He will not allow you to be moved where God has positioned you. What God has given to you will not lose it. I said, what God has given to you will not lose it. The blessing that has come into your hands. Say Satan will not take it away from you in the name of Jesus. The one who is talking is the one who made the heavens. So everything in the heavens, everything in the heavens, every, no demon. <laughs> Demons are in the second heavens. The Bible said the one who made the heavens is the one who is helping you. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what Satan has come up with. It amounts to nothing. Somebody declare, my feet will not be moved. I said, my feet will never be moved. Oh yes, what God has given to me, I will not lose it. 
what God has blessed me with, I will not lose it. The joy he has given to me, I will not lose it. The promotion he has given to me, I will not lose it. The child he has given to me, I will not lose it. The prosperity he has given to me, I will not lose it. In the name of Jesus, Bible says he will not allow my feet to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will not slumber, nor sleep. God is alive watching over me. God is alive watching over my blessing, watching over my peace, watching over my joy, watching over my health. I will not lose what God has given to me. Open your mouth and declare, I will not lose what God has given to me because I keep my eyes on him. I keep my eyes on him. Hallelujah. I want you to pray with me. We're going to pray for a few minutes. I want you to pray with me. Lord, teach me to keep my eyes on you. Teach me not to be distracted. Teach me not to lose focus of you. Teach me to keep seeing the risen Christ. Keep me to, oh yes, Lord, come and pray in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to keep my eyes on Jesus. I receive grace not to be moved by the storms. Not to be moved by the symptoms. Not to be moved by the evidences in my senses. I keep my eyes on Jesus. I keep my eyes on victory. I keep my eyes on increase. I keep my eyes on promotion. I keep my eyes on victory in the name of Jesus. I declare that the victory of the cross, the victory over the grave, the victory over Satan, oh yes, is my victory. I keep my eyes on Jesus. Because he lives, I live. <laughs> because he lives, I live. Because he won, I win. Because he increased, I increase. Because he triumphed, I triumph. In the name of Jesus, I command every mountain. Open your mouth and pray right now. There's an anointing in the room. I command every mountain. I command every obstacle. I command every difficulty. I command every opposition from hell to succumb right now. To bow down right now. Every symptom dissolves and disappears. Every pain dissolves and disappears. Every obstacle, every mountain in your way. I command it to go down. In the name of Jesus, I declare victory for you. The victory of the cross is your portion. The victory of the cross is your portion. In the name of Jesus. I keep my eyes on you, Lord. This is your opportunity. Command every storm, every storm in your life. Command it to bow down. Command every storm to steal. In the name of Jesus, every storm comes under, oh yes, under subjection. It bows right now to the mighty name of Jesus. I declare victory. I declare victory. I declare victory. I declare increase. My feet will not be moved. My feet will not be moved. Shame is not my portion. I defeat every shame. Every shame. Every situation that brings shame. I defeat it right now. In the name of Jesus. My face will not be ashamed. My life will not be ashamed. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus. I deflect every embarrassment. In the name of Jesus. I declare victory. I declare victory. People will not gather to say sorry to you. 
people will not gather to say sorry to you. Instead, people will gather to celebrate because your joy overflows to them. Your joy overflows to them. Your joy overflows to them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and declare it. They will not gather to say sorry. Instead, they will gather to congratulate you. They will gather to celebrate with you because your joy overflows. 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 In the name of Jesus. Your joy overflows. In the mighty name of Jesus. My joy overflows. My joy overflows. Oh, Father, I thank you. Because my eyes are on you. (laughs) We see you. And we keep seeing you. We see you. And we keep seeing you. I see victory everywhere. I see victory. Open my eyes. Thank you for opening my eyes to see victory. To see the victory of the cross. To see the victory of resurrection. To see the victory that raised Jesus from the dead. is my victory. That victory is my victory. Open your mouth and declare. The victory of the cross is my victory. I have the victory of resurrection. I have the victory that raised Jesus from the dead. I have that power at work in my life. I have that power at work in my situation. I have that power. In the name of Jesus, I want you to address, listen to me please, listen to me, I want you to address every mountain, whatever that mountain had been before now, that stood in the way, in the way of your dreams, in the way of your desires, maybe that mountain is lack, maybe that mountain is insufficiency, maybe that mountain is a loved one that needs to be saved, maybe that mountain is a situation in your body that needs to be resolved. I don't know what it is that has been standing in the way between you and the fullness of joy, in between you and fullness of rejoicing. Today, that mountain has already gone down. Oh yes, declare that mountain has gone down. Declare, open your mouth, command that mountain to move because it's already moved by Jesus. So you declare it moved in your own specific particular circumstance. I command every mountain in the name of Jesus. I command every mountain behind, behind or before me. I command that mountain to go down. I command it to go down. I declare the name of Jesus victory everywhere. Oh yes, the dreams and the desires that God has placed in my heart finds fulfillment, finds expression. In the name of Jesus, I command the mountain of insufficiency to go. I command the mountain of, 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 of insufficiency to go. And the mountain of sickness to go. The mountain of, oh yes, misery to go. In the name of Jesus, in the life of your people, abundance. I secure supernatural provision. I declare all doors are open. I declare every chain is broken. In the mighty name of Jesus, all doors are open. Every chain, in the name of Jesus, is the season of a presidential promotion. Promotion, open doors of opportunity. Open doors of blessing. Open doors of upliftment. In the name of Jesus, because he lives, we live also. Because he lives, we live also. Because he won, we win also. Because he is, he is victorious. We are victorious also. I keep my eyes on you, Jesus. I keep my eyes on you, Jesus. I refuse the temptation to be distracted. 
I refuse the temptation to be distracted. I refuse the temptation to be distracted. I command every storm that's trying to distract somebody today. I command that storm, go down in the name of Jesus. I speak, peace, be still. Peace, be still. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we see you. Oh, somebody open your mouth and declare, Lord, we see you. Lord, I see you. Everybody in my family see you. We see you. We see you and we see nobody else. We look to the mountains. Only you we see. We look to you for help. Only you we see. We don't see nothing but you. We keep our eyes on you. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Clap your hands and praise God. Amen. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website, reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.